Welcome back to another episode of the Martial Arts Thoughtcast. My name is Irvin Quintin. Today is February 12th. It's a Wednesday night. Got some jujitsu and some Kali in today. Worked with the kids. Um, today during the kids class. It's a Wednesday, so we're on the harder part of the week. I like to start training. Well, I, I do this with all of the classes. In the beginning of the week, we have technique. Sometimes it's review depending on if we're just starting a new, I want to say a package, a module of training, especially after getting some testing done. So I always like to introduce new concepts at that time and give everyone about one to two months of training and review and not mix it up too much, allowing everyone to get uh, better through volume, repetition volume. Because you know, like practicing something over and over and over again is what develops the skill. And I'm sure you've heard this before, well, practice makes, and some people say perfect. In my opinion, I think that's incorrect. More accurate would be practice makes habit because you can practice something badly and create bad habits. So if you wanna have good habits, you have to actually practice good habits. So any type of practice, therefore, would be developing a habit, right? So practice makes habit. So if you want to be good at something, either being strong, then you have to practice strength. If you want to be good at speed, you have to actually practice speed. If you want to be good at practicing, um, if you want to be good at complex or compound motions, then you have to do the compound motions many times through sheer volume, creating the coordination that you're looking for. And obviously getting all the details into play, you know, getting it as perfect as you can, you know, and that would be the whole purpose of training, right? So practice makes habit. And uh, one of the habits I have the kids working on today is looking at the practice as language. I remember I sat them all down and I asked them, does anybody know what language is? One of them raises their hand and he says to me and shares with the whole class, it's something that we use to speak to each other. I said, excellent. Can anyone name me a language? Yeah, a bunch of the kids raised their hand. We had from like Portuguese, Spanish, English, Irish, uh, Tagalog, um, lots of different stuff, French. Right? And then one of them raises their hand and understood, or maybe they have heard me ask this question before and they said, Jiu-Jitsu. And I go, that's excellent. Jiu-Jitsu is definitely a language. Each technique I reveal to them is a word. We learn how to articulate the word. We know how to use the word. And then when we put multiple words together, we can create sentences. And when we have multiple sentences we put together, then we can exchange dialogue. And what I'd like them to do is learn how to speak to each other using the Jiu-Jitsu as a language using martial arts as a language. And that's the same for any art that you're doing. Whether it's Jiu Jitsu, Muay Thai, Kali, Kung Fu, Taekwondo, Karate, anything. You know, all of it is a type of language. Language through technique, language through the creativity in the art, and actually also a language in our relationships with each other. Building trust with each other. Which leads me to what we covered in Kali class. There is this part where you know, obviously in Kali, there's a little bit more combative 
uh, motions, right? And we have to learn how to enter in a specific way using our stick, using our blade. And, you know, everyone's trying to be careful with each other. But also at the same time, there's this, there's this uh, piece that always gets people to hold back, you know, not really trained to a, some type of full potential for the night. And I reveal to them, it has something to do with the trust in the relationship uh, with their training partner. The more that they respect their training partner, being able to keep up, to be able to take some of the exchange, you know, the bumps, you know, you're doing martial arts. There is going to be contact, physical contact there. And, uh, oh, excuse the, some of the noise in the background. My wife's making some awesome pizza. So, and I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh man, I'm, I'm ready to eat. But uh, I'm gonna finish this, this segment up and uh, hopefully you guys get hungry with me. Maybe one day we'll sit down and have, and, uh, have something to eat, break bread. But anyway, what was I? Oh, it's the, um, the language part. No, no, it wasn't the language part. It was learning how to trust in your partner's capabilities. Because if you trust their capabilities, then you gain a type of respect. And then you can start going harder with each other. The tempering process starts to happen. You're no longer looking at to be polite because it's already understood we're gonna try to go harder, right? So that exchange right there builds us up as well. Repetition in not just the technique, not just in understanding the concept and, and stringing, stringing them together like in language, but the sheer repetition and volume of hanging out with your trusted training partner, building each other up in that way. And you just combine the whole thing and you just have a growth environment, period, you know? But anyway, I'll go ahead and wrap it up right from here. As always, thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Thanks. Bye.